française. Puis il faut que je lis toutes les paroles parce qu'elle vient de la faire il y a trois jours. Elle a seulement trois jours. Et, et c'est pour ça que je les parle ici. Mais je vous promets que depuis aujourd'hui, il va être très populaire en France. Vous voyez. Je pense. La qu'on voit danser. A des reflets d'argent la mer. Des reflets changeants sous la pluie. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, as Julio Iglesias walks us on from The Mayor, 1976. I've just had that song stuck in my head all week because I stayed up all night drinking whiskey and watching Tinker Taylor's Soldier Spy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tonight is Saturday, July 11th. Happy 7-Eleven, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, let me plug you in real quick. Yeah. And go for it, Sam. Introduce yourself. Uh, Hi, this is Sam. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take for this evening goes out to all of the people on social media who believe that the whole mask conspiracy is the coronavirus conspiracy is a global uh, conspiracy to see if they can control people into wearing masks and staying at home. And my hot take, and this is going to blow all of your minds out there, all of you people who I knew in high school who are now on Facebook screaming about how you're not going to wear a mask because you can see you don't buy the narrative that's being placed but and this is going to blow your mind <clears throat> all of the governments in the entire world as well as the worldwide medical and scientific communities did not come together <laughs> and make an agreement to see if they could fucking <laughs> like, trick mike from vermont into wearing a mask when he goes to the store. (laughs) I know you think that you're important like that, but you really are. Like seeing whether or not you will wear your mask to Walmart is not enough to get the world powers together to like play an April Fool's hoax. I'm just saying. You you can believe whatever fucking narrative you want to, but if it involves like, you know, Vladimir Putin and, uh, you know, Angela Merkel sitting down and being like, okay, yeah, we'll make a fake virus to see if we can get this dick in Vermont to put a mask on. Like, <clears throat> didn't happen. <laughs> but what if it's true, Sam? CDC, the WHO, China, Anthony Fauci, they're all in it together, the United Nations. Right. Trying to take away our liberties, man. They're trying to take away our liberties. Yeah, that's it. Well, the United yeah. Nations can't do anything. <laughs> but they got the entire world on board. 
<laughs> like scam people into wearing cloth masks. It's all big mask. Yeah. You, you really, you really nailed it there, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Do you think there's something about conspiracy, conspiracy thought that once that people like always centered themselves at the middle of everything, like all the world's events? I just, you know, I've, I come from a very rural area and I know a lot of people who never left that rural area and it's like very far from the center of things. And, you know, these are the people who like claim that they know what's going on, you know, like they're in the middle of the fucking woods. They have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all of our listeners in Vermont. Suck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I, think that, I think that the conspiracy theory people are like generally honestly I think that it's like they something their life is not going very well and so they need a international cabal to be like fucking their life up right. you know what I mean yeah totally because you know the alternative is that they might have some responsibility for it right Right. Oh, man. All right. Let's hold on to that thought. That sounds like some C-Block talk right there. Right. Uh, I've spent a lot of time on Facebook in the past couple of days, and it uh made me very angry. Right. (laughs) It's not a happy place. (laughs) But it's it's also, it's like, I just, you know, it's a very stupid place. Well, see, you're better than I am, because you don't engage with people on Facebook. Right. I can't make the, the trolls, Joe. Right. Just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my friend Christy about this the other day. She was going to respond to someone on Facebook, and I'm like, is it worth your time or is it going to make you happy? Like, if you're right. just making yourself mad or engaging on Facebook, you got to stop. Right. Unless you're telling a funny joke. That's my only point. Yeah. If you're, if you're dunking on someone and it's hilarious, I think you should do it. That's my principle. Anyway, that's my hot take. That's a good hot take. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name's Joel coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is I've been thinking about movies a lot. Okay, the end of Field of Dreams, right? When they show that line of cars going off into the distance coming to the baseball stadium. Yeah. That's really just the FBI coming to arrest Kevin Cosner's character. Right. He has schizophrenia. He drove to Boston. He abducted a famous author at gunpoint from Boston, drove him back to Iowa, and now that author, his body's in the cornfield. Yeah. Like, Kevin Cosner's deep shit. That old doctor. (laughs) And the old time-traveling doctor. Yeah. Right. Yep. The moral of that story also is fuck baseball, go to medical school. Yeah. Like, I think the moral of that story is like, don't become a corn farmer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still going to default on his corn field. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the bank exactly. is still going to foreclose on him. The annoying brother-in-law is not wrong. About right. that. The, the annoying brother-in-law is the only, like, he's the one who called the FBI eventually. Yeah. And you know what? That was the right thing to do. <laughs> right. 
You just kidnapped black J.D. Salinger from Boston. Right. Do they ever... I mean, no. I'm not... They never explain it, but the 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 scene where he goes back in time to find the old uh, Moonlight Graham, I never understood that part. The what? Where he like goes, ba- he literally goes back in time. I don't remember that part. Oh, that's where they find Moonlight Graham. That movie's crazy, man. All I'm saying is that movie is crazy. Right. Kevin, Kevin Costner's character should be incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. Where he could maybe finally receive the help that he so desperately needs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe we need an alternative to incarceration, some kind of mental health system. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude's hearing voices in his head that made him go kidnap, drive 3,000 miles. Yeah. Go to a Red Sox game and kidnap a guy. Right. I mean, it's basically the same plot as Children of the Corn, you know? Right. Yeah, there's like some, you know, radioactive thing in the middle of his cornfield that's driving him insane. <laughs> yeah. That's the conspiracy theory. That's from X-Files, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you build it, they will come. Right. Kill your wife and your child. <laughs> right. That's what the voices are going to start telling him next. Right. I know. Yeah. That's the next thing. I, I got to kill the brother-in-law, too. Right. First. <laughs> First, yeah. Right. He's going to screw everything up. She was Joe Jackson told me to murder my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Field of Dreams 6. <laughs> like slowly morphs from a nostalgic baseball series to like a Saw type of series. <laughs> He's got people locked in his basement and he beats them with baseball bats. Yeah. Uh, well, reading Donald Hall poetry at them. Right. Anyway, next time you watch that movie, think about that. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening to our podcast. Shout out Dublin, Ireland, Bend, Oregon, Cincinnati, Ohio, Mountain View, California, Moscow. This got me thinking. Moscow is pretty high on the list this week, Sam. So, remember when the FBI texted you because they've been listening to our podcast? Yeah. So, what if the FBI and Moscow is both secretly listening to our podcast? I think that they definitely are. Yeah. Because there's a global conspiracy. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're at the center. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Dosvidanya, Moscow. Yeah, Dasvidanya, motherfuckers. My, uh, Vancouver, Washington, San Antonio, Texas, Algonquin, Illinois, Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, Orlando, Florida, Barcelona, Spain. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating and a review. You can also check us out oh, on SoundCloud. I just lost sound. I can hear you. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or... Bye-bye. One moment, please. I can hear you, Jill. Anyway, I don't know if any of you can hear me out there, but <clears throat> Joel's fucking with his headphones right now. It could take a while. Vacant pauses. Joel plugs his speaker back in. Can you hear me? Hold on. Hold on. Yep. He still can't hear me. I don't even know if you can hear me. Technical difficulties. 
please wait. Maybe you know, I'm in the cornfield. I'm in the voice in the cornfield. <laughs> yeah. the cornfield. You're back. You're, you're back. Oh, I'm back. You're back. <laughs> uh, I get too excited, and I'm wearing these headphones, and then I unplug them by accident because I right. get all animated. I got to do that. Does it still record me when your headphones are unplugged or no? I don't know. We'll find okay. out. Hopefully not. I, <laughs> I, I got the voice in the coin voice in the coin field. Yeah. All right. So let's get to this week's sports headlines. Uh, oh, it's definitely recording me. Because we're recording this through Skype. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we'll edit that part out if we knew how to edit. Our podcast. Right. If we knew how to edit that out, we would have. Yeah. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> All right. Go for it, Sam. Number one. Let's do okay. It. Headline number one. Joe West says some stupid shit. That's the headline. Joe yes. West citing a country music star who died of the coronavirus while also having stage four lung cancer. Um, Joe West claimed that the coronavirus death count is made is a big hoax and made up by big hospitals to juice the bottom line. Now, he said all that. The question that he answered that to, that, like, MAGA talking point borderline lunacy, uh, it came spouting out of the MLB's longest tenured ump. And the question <laughs> was, did you ever think about opting out yeah. in the 2020 season? <laughs> um, and his response was, coronavirus is all made up. It's a global right. cabal to see if they can get me to wear a mask. <laughs> right. They just want Joe West to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, if somebody with stage four lung cancer got run over by a fucking bus, do you think that we could convince Joe West to step in front of one? Right. Right. Or like the bus didn't kill the, the pedestrian lung cancer. Killed. He was going to die anyway. He had lung cancer. Right. That's his argument about the coronavirus. <laughs> that's his argument. Yeah. 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 Which is so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. These people make me so mad. But well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, he had stage four lung cancer. He's going to die. So the bus didn't kill him. So what I'm saying is, like, maybe we, if that happened, we could get Joe West to step, step in front of a bus because buses don't actually kill people. Right. Only, only lung cancer does. Right. <laughs> the only thing that can kill somebody with lung cancer is lung cancer. Nothing else can kill them. My point was, the thing is, we, we sent this to the group text, and nobody in that group text was surprised that this is what Joe West actually believes. Right. All of us were like, oh, yeah, this is some, we, I think you texted, this is some QAnon bullshit. But, yeah. like, it's not a surprise that this is where the mind of Joe West has taken him to in the year 2020. Right. It's also important to note that the Major League Baseball Umpires Association immediately released a statement saying, Joe West is wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and the, on top of that, he's an umpire. So it's right. not like he's on the Supreme Court. But it's his job to be an arbitrator of what is true and false. Well, he's like he's staked his entire career on the assumption that he has good judgment. Right. 
Like that's right. the umpire's job is yeah. to have <laughs> impartial and correct judgment under pressure. Right. But this comes so this to those of us who have watched baseball for years and years, this comes as no surprise that this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, now and way too like into his own like putting himself in front of the narrative. Right. So we've talked in the past that we have a dump on the ump hall of fame. We also have, I don't know what to call it, a dump on the ump list of nemeses. Uh-huh. Like that, or enemies list. Yeah. Right? Hall of shame. Hall of shame. That's a good way to put it. I mean, Joe West is probably number one. I would have put Tom Ricketts on that list, but that's more of a personal vendetta I have against right. Tom Ricketts. Who else would be in our dump on the up Hall of Shame? <coughs> I don't know that other Sam on Twitter who has the same name as me. <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. Socks, like a <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who has Sam's name on Twitter, and I was like, and he works for like CBS Chicago or something like that. Coming to the White Sox, I was like, what, Sam? You changed your career and your city and your sports team without telling me? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I will be traveling to Chicago to kill that person and absorb their power. <laughs> like Field of Dreams. Yeah, just like Field of Dreams. I mean, what do you want from me? Shoeless <laughs> Joe told me to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, right. That's Field of Dreams 3. It's a Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I said this off air. I'm going to say it again. Coronavirus death count. Band name called it. Right. Joe called the band name Coronavirus Death <laughs> That's going to be my metal band. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to wear masks like Slipknot because we're responsible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could wear, like, the Plague Doctor mask. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. That's metal. That is metal. Have yeah. you seen the footage of the guy, he's a lawyer, who goes to Florida beaches dressed as the Grim Reaper? Oh, yeah. That I guy is awesome. The, I feel like he was on, like, The Daily Show or Last Week Tonight or something. Yeah, that would make sense. He's pretty funny, too. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Oh, anyway. like Joe West. Joe fuck, West is wrong. Fuck Joe West. Um, that could be the other name of this podcast. Right. Yeah. So we've got a real theme going, uh, this podcast of old white men doing stupid shit in public. So next up, the Washington Redskins. Racist team owners are under significant pressure to change the racist team names. In the wave of social activism sweeping the nation, uh, including the Black Lives Matter protests, the Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians are under renewed pressure to change their racist names, and this time the pressure is coming from the money, which means that it might make a fucking difference. FedEx, the company FedEx, who owns the stadium that the Redskins play in and has naming rights to that stadium, has asked the team and owner Dan Snyder to change their name. 
minority owners of the Washington franchise have been looking to sell their stakes to distance themselves from team owner Snyder. Donald Trump, of course, Trump's got to get in on this, tweeted something along the lines of, yeah, I'll look this up. Teams are named from strength, not weakness. And the Native American community must be pissed about this. He also got in a dig at Elizabeth Warren being an Indian in that tweet. So he covered all of his racist bases. Yeah, I, I specifically didn't direct quote because I don't feel like we should be quoting that guy. Oh, good point. Yeah. Uh, proving once again that Trump has no clue what he's talking about. This is also just days after his speech at Mount Rushmore on 4th of July that was protested by local Native American groups. Right. right, right. So he's doing like he's hitting all of his racist bases. So, Sam, the question is, do you think the Redskins will change their name this time? And if so, what should they change it to? Well, no. You don't um, think they will? I mean, they might. But it will be, they'll try everything they can not to. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're just, you know, they've uh, put together a committee to look into changing the name. And I think they're probably just stalling, hoping that it'll all blow over. Right. Well, Snyder still has a lot of money wrapped up in the marketing of that franchise right so anyway um if they did change the name like the warriors maybe yeah that's been an option um feel like that might work um red wolves is what i've seen on the internet the washington red wolves red wolves huh yeah huh maybe they go with an insect name I think. What about the Washington Swamp Creatures? Or just the Washington Swamp? <laughs> As in Drain the Swamp? As in Drain the Swamp, yeah. Well, they could go with, like, Washington Deep State and really freak the president oh, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Washington, the Washington Hillary Clintons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just make him really fucking paranoid? Yeah. Long-time listeners of this show, this is not the first time we brought this question up. I think it was three years ago we had a whole podcast about this with Jesse. This is back in the old days when Jesse was on the show. And we brought up, could it be named the Washington Monuments? Like as a pun. That would be good. Yeah. Except that the Washington Monument looks like a dildo wearing a KKK hat. Yeah. So we weren't quite sure about that one. Right, but that could fit in with Snyder's... True, yeah. You know, his belief system. Just make the racism more like subtext instead of text. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious. I think... I I actually think they will change the name sooner than later. Maybe not for the 2020 season, but um, I think it's going to happen. Pressure is ranking up. And, like, it's a racial slope. I think Redskins... Straight up racial. It's a racial slope. Like, the Cleveland Indians could be like, well, it's not technically, like, since we got rid of the racist mascot, we are technically within the realm of... Right, right. Well, and I, I saw this example online. You know, 
if there was a team called the San Francisco Asian Americans, everybody would be like, that's a really weird thing to name your team. Yeah. But if no, it was... Totally. And it's like, yeah. you know, the Washington Redskins, like, go to a Native American, call them a Redskin, and, right. like, see how that goes. For right. them, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you did that, you would be, that would be, you would be a racist. Like, you would be a racist and person. You better be able to fight. Right. Yeah. No shit. Um, I read another thing. So, talking about the Cleveland Indians, I think they should change their name also. But it, I think, I think they will it, change their name. I think they I'm will. Like not sure about the about yeah. the Redskins. Yeah, I had. Oh, you think the Cleveland Indians are actually more in line with the times than the Redskins are? Yeah, I do. Why? I I, I believe you. Why do you think that? Well, because it's like. Because it's like to get behind the team name, the Redskins, like you have to be really attached to your racism. Yeah. Like you have to like, that's a hill that you will die on to be like, no, no, this is tradition. This racial right. slur is tradition to us. And yeah. like, like you have to be invested. Like yeah. the Indians already changed their mascot. They like dropped the Chief Chief Wahoo. Wahoo. Yeah. Um and their racist imagery and whatnot. Yeah. The yeah. Redskins have refused to do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, they they're doubling down. That, like, yeah, they they're the double downers. Yeah. Yeah. So um I was doing a little history of reading on Wikipedia about the Cleveland Indians. And their official story so they changed the name in 1918 i believe they were the cleveland naps named after the captain of their baseball team nap lahoy and uh then that guy left so they couldn't be the cleveland naps anymore so they needed a new team name and the story is that they changed it to the cleveland indians to honor a native american guy who played for the Cleveland Spiders from 1887 to 1890, uh, named Louis Sokolexis. And so there's, like, that's the official story that comes out of, like, the Cleveland front office. Right. But, do any, but like, scholars and journalists have done research. That's total bullshit. Yeah. The, they chose the Cleveland Indians because the year before... The Boston Braves had won the World Series. So they're like, oh, the Braves are good. If we'll be the Indians, the Braves are NL, we'll be AL. And it's just a, it was just a marketing scheme, essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh, but because I, I came across that, I just thought it was really interesting. This guy, Louis Sokolexis, he's really tragic. He was like really good... And then suffered lots of racist hate in the 1880s. And then kind of got drummed out of the league and died tragically young. And he is a Native American from Maine. Um, so now you know. Stuff I learned on the internet. It's a great name. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Sokolexis? Yeah, Sokolexis. S-O-C-K-A-L-E-X-I-S. Um, so what could what about different names for the Indians, because I came up with some ideas for that. What about 
the Cleveland, I don't know, what's like a lake shipping vessel? The Cleveland Steamers. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you've been waiting <laughs> to say that all day long. <laughs> Below punch. Yes. <laughs> the Cleveland. Um, well, there's already, I think it's the Akron. No, no. Who are the lake monsters? That's the Vermont minor league team. Because there's a minor league team in Akron that's something like that. That's the team that Bernie Sanders dropped out of the presidential race to To say. Okay, so Cleveland Spiders was their NL team in the 1800s. So they could go back to Cleveland Spiders. That'd be Uh, cool. That'd be a cool name. I think that would be a really cool name. The biggest opposition to that is the 1889 Cleveland Spiders are generally considered the worst baseball team in history. Right. Not really the thing you want to lean into when you're trying to break a 56-year World Series drought. Exactly, yeah. Um. Could they be the Brown Sox? Yeah, I guess so. Could they be the... uh, Something to do with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. I had a thought about that. Um, Cleveland Rockers or... Or like the Cleveland Blues? Cleveland Blues? I mean, yeah, that's that's different than Rock and Roll, but... Yeah, but the St. Louis Blues are a thing. That's true. In hockey. Yeah. They could be like the Cleveland Browns, just like double down on that name. Sure, I guess. Yeah. But that'd be stupid. Then they'd have to like name the basketball team the Browns, too. <laughs> all, all sports teams in Cleveland and have the Browns. Make, right. the, make the easier to remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Cleveland Grays after the Louisville Grays. Cleveland, hmm, Cleveland Cowboys, maybe, just switch, just switch to switch the it. other side of that switch racist yeah. childhood game, you know, right, yeah, <laughs> then you got the alliteration, Cleveland Cav, Cavaliers, Cleveland right. Cowboys, right, the, and you just call them the Cows, Sure, and then both teams are like mounted military right. units. Well, kind Cowboys of. aren't military. No, they're not. They're like cow people. Yeah. Cleveland right. cow people. <laughs> uh, they go from Cleveland Indians to Cleveland Savages, and everyone's like, that's not better. Right. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> the Cleveland Redskins. <laughs> the Cleveland Redskins. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, man, we got the wrong lesson from this. We got it, guys. <laughs> That's something Cleveland would do, too. Uh, yeah, Rocco sounds... I don't know. Cheesy to me. The Cleveland British Invasions. Oh, I like that. The 
Cleveland. Um, what famous things like Cleveland was rubber, like Detroit was cars, Cleveland was rubber and tires. The Cleveland Tire Fires. Yeah. Cleveland um, Town Cars. Cleveland Dumpster Fires. Uh, <laughs> the Cleveland LeBron James. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that. Please one. come back. Please come back. Oh, yeah. The Cleveland LeBron James's colon, please come back. <laughs> well, I've talked a lot about how much I like, like, long, short, like, teams named after jobs, right? right? I like Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers as team names, not necessarily as Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. I really like Detroit Pistons, uh-huh. right? Even though it's not a job, but like related to the industry of Detroit, right? Um, so like, yeah, Cleveland midshipmen or Cleveland longshoremen, maybe. I feel like there's a boat that is specific for like lake commerce. Yeah. What about the Cleveland walleye pike? Cleveland walleyes. Cleveland pike. Yeah. Cleveland pike. Pike, singular, or plural. Then you could view, like, what the rays do, right? Where it's a pun, where it's both a pike, the fish, but also a pike, like a thing you stab people with. Right. I could get into that. Um, the Cleveland Edmund Fitzgeralds. I don't know anything about Cleveland. I've never been there. What do they eat there? For some reason, I want to say beans. Is that right? I have no idea. Are they famous for beans? I thought that was a Boston thing. Yeah, more than one place can be famous for beans. Yeah. But they don't have, like, Cincinnati chili. Right. I spelled cuisine wrong. We're both Googling, and we have dead air right now. I, I know, we need to stop. Yeah, we should move on. This is, we can come back to this. Let us know what you think uh, we should rename Cleveland as. Uh, yeah. 12. Or, or Washington. Yeah, Washington, we talked about this because it's seafood, right? Not really. They yeah. like, don't really have a... It's like the only thing that, like, all industry, everything is revolves around politics there. Yeah. They could be the Cleveland president's. The Cleveland, Google, Green, uh, sorry, Google, the Washington, Washington presidents, Washington presidents. Somebody on Twitter suggested the Washington Lincolns, which to me just sounds super fucking confusing. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, uh, Google says Cleveland is famous for uh, corned beef sandwiches. Cleveland Rubens. Yeah, maybe. Cleveland, Cleveland Cornholes. There you got it. That's a good one. Pierogi is a Pittsburgh thing. Apple fritters. Polish sandwiches. Kielbasa sandwiches. Yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of this yeah. uh, dead let's end. That we... <laughs> let's, go, let's go back. Well, yeah. We're going to talk right. about baseball. 
Psych, we're talking about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were going to have some fun today, but we're not. Nope. <sighs> All right. Well, Major League Baseball is going ahead with its plans to begin the shortened regular season in two weeks. That's exciting. Yeah. Other sports leagues in America have been reacting differently. In college football, the Ivy League schools have already canceled their 2020 season, and both the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have canceled all non-conference games. The odds of there being a 2020 college football season at all are looking worse and worse. However, not everyone is happy with schools' plans to at least shorten their schedules. Former Notre Dame coach and human turtle Lou Holtz went on TV and complained about the Big Ten canceling out-of-conference games, saying risk is everywhere, and, quote, people stormed Normandy. So the question is, to you, Joel, is why do people keep letting stupid people on television? Right. Well, I've got to add, this was Fox News. Okay. okay. It was Fox News. Um, But what the fuck? Like, Lou Holtz is not an epidemiologist. Right. You know? He's a football coach. And, um... And and he's also like a hundred years. Oh, excuse me. He's also like a hundred years old now. Clearly senile, and clearly thinks that coronavirus is a conspiracy theory concocted by the WHO in China to make him Lou Holtz wear a mask when he goes right. to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Don't fucking ask him what his opinion is. Don't ask Joe West what his opinion is. Right. They don't, I don't fucking think, I don't know. think anyone did ask Joe West. <laughs> no, but, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I'm yeah. pretty sure that nobody was like, what do you, what's your take on this whole coronavirus thing, Joe? Like, I'm <laughs> sure that that interviewer was like so happy that he got out of there only hearing the bullshit that he did, you know? Here's, here's the full quote. This is, this is hilarious. From Lou Holtz. The way it is right now, they just don't want to have sports. And there's no way in this world you can do anything in this world without a risk. People stormed Normandy. They knew there was going to be casualties. They knew there was going to be risk, but it was a way of life. So, yeah, like, I'm going to treat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team like they're the 82nd Airborne. You know? Go in there, boys. Some of you... Not all of you are coming back alive. Also, the thing is, it's like, I just I just don't get why. And I feel like, you know, probably Fox News and CNN and all these other news stations are probably trying to appeal to the people who, like, don't want to wear masks, you know? But, like, I just don't understand. Like, this is Notre Dame. Like, this is a world-class university. And they have, like thousands of faculty who are extremely intelligent and like at the top of their field right in a field that probably touches up against like you know social structures and pandemics like who would be real authorities who you could really like get insightful and intelligent comments from and they like you know Lou Holtz is not one of those people (laughs) But they interviewed him. But they interviewed him. You know, they're canceling college football seasons because of the pandemic. Like, they shouldn't be interviewing, they shouldn't be asking the college football coach their take on this. 
serious. Like right. this isn't a football decision. This is not a football decision. Exactly. It shouldn't be. At least it shouldn't coach be. about things that are football decisions. You don't want right. to talk to a football coach about something that's like a very complex, like epi- epidemic, viral transfer, like social structure question. They're not qualified to answer that question. So you're saying I should stop asking Anthony Fauci his opinions on, like, the post-draft. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, so defense. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't be like, so, Fauci, what do you think about the NBA draft next season, you know? Right. Like, hey, Fauci, help me pick my fantasy baseball team. He would do that. I bet he's pretty good at that. Yeah, and I'm no. very bad. He wears a Washington Nationals mask. He would probably just draft only Nationals. Is he a Nationals guy? Okay. I mean, he wears a Nationals mask. Yeah. Well, that's his. Ma- that's like his mask. I knew he. He's from Brooklyn, though. He's part of that like Fauci and Bernie Sanders and like old school dudes who Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, <laughs> yeah. Who were like still trying to get the Dodgers back after sixty years. Right. They all just play stickball <laughs> together. Yeah. You exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, okay, here's the question I wanted to ask. What's going to happen when an athlete, college or professional, dies? Right. Like, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Rodius Chapman got diagnosed with coronavirus today. Fingers crossed. Yeah, thank God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I know that... uh, Atlanta Braves outfielder, maybe Nick Markakis, opted out of the 2020 season after he talked to Atlanta Braves first baseman Freddie Freeman, who has coronavirus. Right. Um, and he was like, "I don't want any of that fucking noise." Right. And opted out. So crazy. I mean, the Ivy Leagues can cancel their schedule because they don't depend on college football for revenue. Right. Like, Harvard looks at the money that schools make from college football, even schools like Texas and Ohio State. Harvard laughs, right? That's right. like, like, poor, mate, like, the, the money that the University of Texas gets from ESPN is pennies to the dollar, what Harvard gets from, like, Jeffrey Epstein and his friends. So, yeah. like, Harvard doesn't give a damn. Right. But these other schools, like if you're Oklahoma State University and you're looking at your endowment, you're like, fuck, we have to play college football. You're like, holy shit, none of our students graduated (laughs) because they all had debilitating brain damage from playing football so much. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even get into like how to play football in a socially distancing world. Right. Yeah. Flag football. Yeah, like laser tag is what you're talking about. I would I would watch competitive laser tag. Right. That's yeah. basically what Quidditch is, isn't it? Right. Yeah, that's kind of a... Is Quidditch a non-contact sport? No, but it could be, probably. Yeah, yeah. Ha, ah, so yeah. This has been a depressing podcast. Right. (laughs) 
I like the part where I told people we were going to talk about baseball, but then we just talked about coronavirus. <laughs> well, okay. Let me. I have enjoyed watching live streams of of intra-team practice games on the internet. Um, I got to watch Louis Robert hit a home run today. That was pretty pretty neat. Oh, I was driving through Virginia the other day. This is another, this is an end of episode hot take. Yeah. And NASCAR came on the radio. And I was so starved for sports that I listened to NASCAR on the radio for about half an hour. Wow. And I I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, like I might be a NASCAR guy. Was it a race or was it like commentary about NASCAR? No, no, it was a race. It was like a play-by-play of a NASCAR race. What? And and you loved it? Because that... (laughs) Like, I don't think I'm actually a NASCAR guy. I think that that was a stretch on my part to say that. But it was like, it was kind of, it was pretty interesting the way that they do it. Because it was like, they'll like start with the people who are in first and second place. And they'll like, talk really intensely about what those cars are doing uh-huh. and then they'll go back and they'll be like these two people are jockeying for fourth place like the fourth and fifth guys are like trying to pass each other and uh-huh. like that's what's exciting in this race right now huh. and they just like go back and back on the like line of cars and then they go back to the front and start over again that's pretty cool yeah it was yeah. Interesting. it was cool neat yeah, because I could see it being super confusing if they're like, now Call 23 is winning, now Call 21 is winning, now Call 23 is winning, now Call 21 is winning. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, racing for like, a lot more. For like hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. For, for 500 laps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never watched a NASCAR race, but... Man, we didn't even talk about them. They got involved with the racism this week, too. Yeah, good. Wait, what did they do? In a good way, they banned the Confederate flag from being... we talked about that. Did we talk about that? That that was like two weeks ago. Anyway, the president came out, had things to say about that, too. Oh, yeah. He said that the whole news thing was a hoax. Right. Yeah, which it was not. Which it was not. And then some, like, a bunch of white car drivers told him to shut the fuck up, which was really cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, but no thanks. Right. Nobody wants the, the, the orange dude to show up to their sporting events. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've actually, in the past few months, gained a lot of respect for NASCAR. Right. I mean, yeah. I think it's also like they're following the money, but at least they're doing change. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how much they're following the money, and there's not like a whole huge black contingent to NASCAR. Right. Right. They have one black driver. Yeah, he's cool too. A single one. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. I've listened to some interviews he's given. Um, Yeah, no, and it's great, and it's great, you know, that the other top racers have like come together and rallied around it. It's really fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ups, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but now we're in month, what, four of being a goddamn coronavirus podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, 
we're probably just as reliable as like actual doctors. <laughs> so one might as well listen to us. What <laughs> we have to say about it. Yep. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the WHO is out to get you. Coronavirus yeah. is created in a Chinese lab by Hillary Clinton. They just want you to look stupid wearing a mask. Listen right. to those voices in your head. Kidnap J.D. Salinger. Right. And yeah. wearing a mask is the same as not storming the beaches at Normandy. Exactly. Yeah. There's a risk. If you in wear whatever. a mask, you're basically letting Hitler keep France. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing, people. Oh, man. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dump on the Up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, give us a rating and a review. Tweet at me, at Dump on the Ump. Uh, we've also got a Facebook page and an Instagram page. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. For Sam, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Bye-bye. feel like all the anti-mask Nazis are going to be really confused by that last statement.